0: Cannabis Cannabis. in the news! news. Welcome seedlings to our brand new feature here on Seed to Sound. Cannabis in the news!
1: San Francisco will be the first city to clear all eligible cannabis convictions under Prop 64. More than two years after California legalized recreational cannabis, District Attorney George Gascon has announced that his office will wipe out over 9,000 cannabis-related convictions, dating all the way back to 1975. He teamed up with Code for America, a nonprofit dedicated to improving the government using open-source technology to identify cases eligible for expungement or resentencing under Prop 64. They plan to complete a full sweep of all eligible cases within the next year. So over 9,000 people who have been convicted for any kind of crime related to cannabis will just have their records expunged just like that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And
0: finally, after Prop 64 passed in the 2016 election, and now here we are, February 2019, making moves. Finally. (laughs) Good job, California. (laughs)
1: Now, something that's so interesting about this is that it isn't just people, you know, interns sitting in a room scouring these records. They actually have this automated system that's doing this, like a computer program that is identifying which individuals will be eligible and then offering them this declassification or expungement of their record.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's completely algorithm based. We don't know exactly what those factors are, what they're specifically looking for within those records, and then found... 9000 records that could just automatically be expunged the algorithm knows all
1: (laughs) so one of my first questions here is what will this mean for san francisco and then what will this mean for all other major cities are they going to follow suit are they automatically going to jump on this and decide oh yeah guess what it's legal now let's get rid of all these people who are sitting in jail or you know doing time and experiencing the legal ramifications of these pretty insignificant actions right it's relatively speaking
0: it's super exciting because we do know already that there are several cities who are interested or who have already come on board with their own expungement processes seattle oakland chicago denver baltimore i mean honestly most of these cities where where medical cannabis use is legal they are trying to find ways to expunge these various records uh we actually had a guest on not that long ago rosalie flores talking about national expungement week in Denver and there are so many other cities that are following suit with what people can do to get their records expunged if it's not through this wonderful algorithm made by Code
1: for America. Absolutely. But the difference that the first difference I'm picking up on between the National Expungement Day slash Expungement Week in Denver that first happened last October versus this event currently going on in San Francisco is that individuals with cannabis related convictions in Denver had to had to take it upon themselves to bring their records to this organization, pay a fee, and then potentially be eligible for declassification or expungement. So I'm wondering, is this a program that can be implemented nationwide? I mean, or at least in states in which recreational cannabis is legal?
0: I mean, I don't see why not. I think the biggest issue that that, that Code for America or another nonprofit similar to it, the only issue that they're running up against is time and resources of their own. Because it is a nonprofit, but they obviously still have employees. So how many employees do they need to develop these specific algorithms and... Are there other propositions in place in these other cities, in these other states that they can use for this algorithm? We don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We're asking you. (laughs) Tell us. So for those of you who don't know about Prop 64, as mentioned, this was passed in the California November 2016 election, which I actually voted to Help pass Prop 64. So Prop 64 was also known as the Control, Regulate, and Tax Adult Use of Marijuana Act. And it talked about several things. It wanted to legalize adult use of marijuana, not just medical, but recreational as well for adults over 21. Previously, California had passed medical use, but it was a really jaded system. There were a lot of people gaming it, a lot of patients and unfortunately doctors gaming the system by just kind of handing out these medical cards willy-nilly. And uh, this is this
1: was supposed to help fix that. Didn't that pass in like nineteen ninety six? Like California was the first state to legalize medical cannabis over twenty years ago now. Yeah, it's
0: been quite a while. Um, additionally, the prop was also uh, supposed to tax both the growth and sale of marijuana to help uh, increase rev- state revenues um, to kind of pour that money back into investing in health programs and especially awareness programs for children um, to get them to use cannabis responsibly when they are of age Uh, several other things it also called for this this proposition was massive and it was also very confusing for people who don't know anything about cannabis it ends up being mostly a positive thing I personally feel like and we'll have the full text for the proposition linked below for anybody who is particularly interested in reading that it's quite dense Um, but there were several things you know packaging and label requirements that are very 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 common here now in denver we're very used to it here but california didn't have anything like that so people could just sell whatever the hell
1: they wanted and i think it's noteworthy that a lot of people weren't exactly happy about that because they've been running these technically black market businesses for god knows how long and now all of a sudden oh the fancy law men are coming in (laughs) Yes, I'm keeping it, (laughs) keeping it. I feel like Charlie from Always Sunny. Um, People have been running these technically black market businesses for years. And as you said, in Colorado now, we're so used to seed to sale tracking and metric and all of these very, very strict, specific regulations regarding legal cannabis production, sale, etc. Many Californians were not happy about this coming to light, I think.
0: No, definitely not. It was one of those hot button topics. So now that everybody knows a little bit more about Prop 64, again, it's very dense. There's a lot that went into it. Um, But the reason why that's so important is because that was the main factor used in this algorithm created by Code for America to determine which records could and should be expunged.
1: Now, I know I mentioned this a little bit, but something that that just bugs me and that I just have to wonder about for the future, for the other... 32 states that have legalized medical cannabis use and what is it 12 other states that have legal recreational use what is going to be the policy for people who have been penalized for this activity that is no longer illegal to me it would seem unjust if this was not a nationwide movement if this algorithm was not shared among all legal states i mean that just seems like the only proper and just course of action to me
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, how many people are there still sitting in jail who don't need to be, who are now regardless of when they get out of jail, they're going to have so many struggles getting housing, getting jobs when if their records were expunged, like they should have been when these laws were first initially passed. Yeah, so what's what is their recourse? What are they supposed to do? I mean, they don't exactly have all of the resources in place while they're sitting in a jail or a prison. So I mean, I feel like if I were one of those people, I'd have to say, when's when's my time? Great for San Francisco. This is freaking great for yeah, San Francisco. But what about me chilling in Baltimore and I've been there for three years on a charge of having, you know, too much on me are you kidding me like that I just I find it absurd
1: exactly I totally agree and I feel like this is something that we who are fortunate enough to work in the industry today really need to keep in the back of our minds at all not in the back of our minds but just need to be aware of at all times we're so fortunate to be here there are so many people who have been convicted of actual literal crimes for being associated with this plant and we're sitting here we're, this is our this is our life, this is our careers now, so we just i think it's just really important to keep that in mind and really to up our advocacy at all times um to help those who aren't as fortunate in this situation. so Code for America is the organization that is responsible for basically creating this algorithm for expungement um and they tweeted something interesting the other day and they said that nearly every state in America has record clearance laws, but many people do not clear their criminal records because First of all, they don't even know they're eligible to do so. Imagine that. That's insane. How mad would you be once you found out that you were eligible? Um, Secondly, they don't know how to do so. Thirdly, the cost is prohibitive. And four, it takes too much time. These are all super, super valid reasons to not have had your record cleared. But it really shouldn't be that way. To me, I would there should be a system where once this once this is established this option for somebody who is suffering from this conviction they have the paperwork that's presented them that's presented to them that says here look this is what you have to do sign this do this how can we help
0: right whatever it is whatever the the actual process is it just needs to be simpler it needs to be expedited and there just shouldn't be so many barriers in place so much red tape and it needs to be transparent i think too Absolutely. And that kind of leads me into a segue just about the about the algorithm itself. You know, we still have a lot of questions about it. There's not a ton of information out there about, like we were saying before, uh, the factors that are going into the algorithm, exactly what is being determined. We know a lot of it is around Prop 64. But for the, the records that are being expunged, how are these individuals being notified? How do you know that your record was expunged? How Are you, are you going to get a letter in the mail that says, congratulations, you're no longer considered a felon? Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the criminal justice system, where I can see it, is effed. Well, and
0: what about those people that are sitting in various jails or prisons whose records are being expunged? What about them? How are they being notified? Do they have to have a lawyer involved to do this? That's extra expenses for them. I mean, granted, that's a smaller price to pay than what else they would have paid to have their records expunged initially. But still, there are so many other... Factors that they have to consider I mean this could potentially be life changing We truly hope that it is life changing For these individuals but it's so much Bigger than just expunging The records absolutely
1: so Clearly this is a very Intricate very important issue We don't have the answers I wish we did If you know anything more about this please Feel free to reach out to us in the comments Email us at podcast at banks.com. We'd really love to hear from you and get Your thoughts and opinions on this in the meantime We're definitely going to stay up to date with this issue with this story in San Francisco um, and see what else Code for America plans to do for other cities across the country. And we will certainly keep you guys in the know. And check out the next
0: episode of Cannabis
1: in the News
0: coming Cannabis soon news. to speakers near you. Woo. Cannabis, Cannabis in, the, in news. the News. Thanks for listening to today's show.